Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome back to the Champions of Happy podcast. The podcast where I talk to my friends about what makes them happy, what brings them joy and what makes them smile. We are on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. So if you want to give us a follow, just search for the Champions of Happy and we'll come up. There I post all sorts of things and I just like to keep it social. So yeah, get involved in the conversation of happiness. On this week's episode of the podcast, I'm talking to my former colleague and friend Zubair about what he's doing during lockdown, spending time with his family, cooking and his new job. He's a super sweet guy. I hope you enjoy the episode. And if you are enjoying the episode on Apple reviews, be sure to give us a review. Cheeky five stars and you know, like a, a nice thing to say about the podcast because the more you do that and the more this gets out to more people and the more people can get involved. But now, over to the podcast. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to the podcast, Zuba. Hi. Hey, how, how are you? you? I'm good. How, how are you in Wales? Oh, it's lovely, isn't it? It's lovely here. Sun's shining for once. Uh, <laughs> it's been a miserable couple of weeks. It really has been. Um, but yeah, no, it's all good. It's all good. Surrounded yeah. by lovely trees and countryside. Better than London. <laughs> Yeah. Well, no, today and yesterday have been incredibly hot, actually, for a change. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's been a bit miss, but it's been all right. It's been all right. Mm. So you are, I know you, because uh, we used to be colleagues at Long Tall Sally, the fashion brand that is now sadly closing down. Oh, they killed off her. Yeah, she's gone. They killed her right off. Bless her. COVID got her. Oh, bless. Poor Sally. Mm. R.I.P. Sally. Met, yeah, we met that way. Um, and then we both went different roots in life with different jobs and whatnot mm-hmm. um and you do normally live in london but you're living in wales with your family while all of this yeah. is going on how long have you been in wales for then so i came back to wales in uh in, uh, in april mid-april um and i've been here since so i should be back in london by the end of the month um because i'm now getting a bit bored of this place and i'm missing london um so yeah and then I could be back again towards the end of the year. So we'll see how things go. And were you born and raised in Wales? Uh, no. Um, well, I was raised in Wales, but I was actually born in Bristol. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I've moved around a bit, so I'm a bit of a gypsy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so no, I was born in Bristol. Um, I moved to Cardiff when I was about seven or eight. Um, oh, okay. So I've been to junior school here, high school here. And then I went to college up north in Manchester uni in Yorkshire um, I've lived in London since uh, for the past 10 13 years I think did you ever have the Welsh accent or were you too old by that point to really 
get it? I don't know. I didn't. No. Um, my brother, when we moved, he was a baby. So he's picked up the Cardiff accent. Whereas I don't. I think sometimes the odd word will come out with a slight twang. Um, but other than that, um, yeah, no. Can you give us up? People say, people say I sound more people say I sound more northern than 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 Welsh or so I don't know. I I wouldn't say you because I'm northern and I don't sound northern. I don't. I think you're kind of in the same camp as me where we've moved around a lot as kids and never really picked up an accent. Um, yeah. But can you can you attempt a Welsh accent at all? I can't. Then it starts sounding very Asian. It's really weird. <laughs> well. <laughs> You can say like, whose coat is that jacket? Or whose boots are them shoes? Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's, just, it's just a bit weird. I love how to say in Wales. Hmm? <laughs> are those common sentences to say in Wales? Yeah, you could, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> um, but, um, but yeah, no, it's all right. I love how's it going. Um, so that's a bit Cardiff. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's not, um, something I would go out of my way to kind of pick up an accent on. <laughs> so where, where in Wales are you then, if not Cardiff? So we're, uh, we, no, we live in Cardiff. All right. Yeah, yeah, I see. I see. So we live in Cardiff, yes. For people um, who don't know who you are, how dare you, um, can you please just <laughs> give us a, a brief introduction to yourself, what you do and who you are? Oh God. Um, so hi, what is this like a dating profile now? <laughs> I mean, it could be. <laughs> oh my God, right? no way. <laughs> <laughs> so what? No, um, what, what? Yeah, so Sabaron Monsef, um, I'm 37. I am now living in Cardiff for the foreseeable future. I hope not too long. Um, no, I'm currently working for a skincare brand, um, which is pretty amazing. And the perks are really, really good. Um, <laughs> I never thought I would get the job. And actually, Wait, I where are my start... free samples? Hmm? Where are my free samples? I'm still waiting for my free samples. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> um, that's one of the reasons why I'm coming back to Cardiff, uh, to London soon, is to pick up my, um, uh, what do you call it, like a little allocation that I need. Um, so, yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, it's, it's, I don't know, how do you explain yourself? Like, yeah, what, so your job itself, what, what is your role? Without, I mean, you're okay. going to the company, so but like, what do you do? Now I am, I'm working in supply chain. So I am managing in stock, uh, inbound of stock coming in um, into our warehouse, which is in Amsterdam. And then we disperse that stock to all of our stores. Um, and then, yes, yeah, so it's kind of managing all of that, kind of coming in and out of our uh, DC shipping and all the rest of it. When I was at Long Tool Sally, when we were there together, I was more on the merchandising side. Hmm. Um, so I was doing like all the money stuff. Um, so we had the buyers and we had the merchandisers um, and we would look, kind of look after the money and making sure that we're buying the right stock, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in between all the cake eating and, and hugging and laughing and joking. Around. I miss those days. Yeah, Long Time Saturday was great. I mean, it was so yeah. so much fun. We had, we had a good team there. Yeah, so Long Time Saturday, Long Time Saturday was great. We had a really good team there and we had a nice... I know, I think at that fun. time when we were there, it was like kind of peak fun. Yeah, um, because the, the team was just so much fun. Like we had, uh, I don't know if I can name drop, but yeah, can I name drop? You can name drop, I suppose. Don't so don't do yeah. surnames, I suppose. But yeah, I suppose like we had like Phoebe and Daisy cast and Sandra. It was just insane. It was just constant laughs, and then Nats as well. Um, but yeah, and then yeah, just seeing you every morning and getting a morning hug and and oh yeah, and then like the listeners, just saying what my job was. I wasn't like an official hugger. I was just was I was, the, was officially office hugger. 
I was official. I mean, I essentially became that, but I was the front of house reception, heart of home, um, then turned office manager. Um, I welcomed people into the office and made the office a nice, sociable, happy place. Um, yeah, so it was one of my favorite jobs, actually. It's a job at the time I really needed at the time, um, mm. not just for my career, but like just for my... Sanity? Sanity, yeah. My previous job was... Bleh. Um, so that was that came at the right time, and I got to meet all you lovely, lovely people. And I know. Then you it all was... went and did different things and left me one by one. No, you left first. I left okay. after. <laughs> exactly. Thank you very much. You left me. I think one of my. You were trying through... before me to leave. <laughs> I, just I was. There. I was trying for a long time, but I wasn't getting anywhere. And then you left. It was like, what? You're leaving me here alone. Um, and then, and then, yeah. Then after that, I found actually um, a role with a menswear brand. So I left there and I left on to Sally in what November 2018 and then went to this menswear brand, which was really nice. Um, and then, yeah, it was sadly made redundant from them at the start of the this year. This was before the whole kind of COVID thing really kicked off. Yeah. Um, and so that was, yeah, that was a pretty miserable period because, you know, it's, 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 it's a horrible period to go through. Like when you're being made redundant um and then uh yeah then i think Ace, uh aesop where i work now um it was one of the first places that i applied for and i never expected a result like a a, a, a callback um and then four interviews later um oh. yeah uh yeah they offered me the job so i was completely made up and yeah and then in March, they offered me the job and I was like, yeah, okay, fine, ready to come into the office. And then my manager's like, nope, um, we're gonna be working from home. So I'm sending you your laptop um, and I'll see you online on Monday. So I've actually not gone into the office. So other than the interview stages, have you actually met any of your colleagues? No, so I only met my manager once physically. Jeez, that's so strange. Yeah, I've only met my manager once. So I've met most of my team once and they were for interviews. Mm -hmm. um and um yeah and that was it so i've been into the office twice and they were for interviews the office was gorgeous it was so nice it's like a perfect instagram material i'm telling you oh. um so beautiful and so gorgeous um and then and then yeah 23rd of march is when i started and um yeah that's the week we went into lockdown so like okay hi <laughs> online <laughs> do you feel part of the team doing things on zoom and um, no see this is the kind of couple of conversations i have had with my manager because he's very conscious and i think the company has become very very conscious of this whole kind of working from home and i'm not obviously the first person to join uh in since the start of lockdown there's about 10 of us i think um and you know i have had that kind of open conversations with him where like you do feel kind of disconnected from the brand or do feel yeah. kind of disconnected from what it is that you're doing i have my job i know what i'm doing now kind of um and it's like well yeah great i'm doing my job but i don't have that um, relationship with it as of yet whereas if I was in an office if I was constantly surrounded by the product if I was constantly surrounded by people who are working there then you're creating that relationship right it's very difficult to create that relationship when you're working from a dining room table mm -hmm. um, and there's you know and you're and that's it um, so so yeah so they're very conscious of that um, 
but it's it's it, you know it's one of those things that you just kind of have to deal with it hopefully i will be able to see them soon if i do come back to london we'll arrange like a day in the office or whatever yeah. and socially distance um but uh, but yeah it's 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 been tough um but yeah i'm, getting, I'm, I'm just grateful that i am actually working really really am um because um the previous company that i was working for that made me redundant they ended up closing down which is uh, really yeah really sad really, really sad um but yeah um but i mean i'm working i mean they as a now esop as a brand it's like oh my god this stuff is so nice like seriously it's so gorgeous and like, if you go into any of the stores it's like oh my god i want everything um <laughs> but yeah i do need some more, more, some uh, new moisturizer i used to uh, i'm my, my go-to is rituals um oh, samurai brand um but maybe i'll have to switch unless one of them wants to sponsor the podcast that'd be really really great thanks um, <laughs> i don't think we do sponsorships but um but yeah. now we're going for a break Aesop, i love you <laughs> please give me moisturizer <laughs> um so you're um doing lockdown with family who does that entail so mum dad and sister okay oh. so it's not, it's not too many of them yeah uh my brother lives around brothers no i've just got one brother so i'm the middle one brother. Uh, my brother lives with his wife around the corner, about 10, 10 minutes away from us. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've just had a baby. Ah, you're an uncle. I'm an uncle. Yeah, I'm a, I'm, I've become an uncle during lockdown, but I can't hold him. Oh, cool. Which is really sad. Really sad. Um, what have they but, called him? Uh, Ismail. Oh, that's Ismail, sweet. Yeah. Um, so bless him. He's now, what, three three weeks old, I think? Um COVID baby. He's, yeah, literally a COVID baby. Um, so, so yeah, so he was, um, yeah, everything's good. All he's doing is sleeping and pooping. My brother, <laughs> my brother the other day, my brother sent me a picture um, because he woke up in the middle of the night and had done like a punami. So basically he had shat himself and it so much that it just come out of the nappy all the way up his back. Um, and my brother thought that it'd be hilarious if he sent me a picture of it. Nice, lucky you. Oh, rather you than, I know, ah. rather you than me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, so it's hilarious to see my brother kind of dealing with this kind of stuff. Uh-huh. And how, <laughs> how old is your sister? Is she working? Yeah, she's working. She is, so she works for a charity, um, which is dealing with women who suffer from domestic violence. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, um, yeah, they're... Uh, very serious. Uh, it's not getting any quieter. Um, and actually, issues have probably, as you probably heard or whatever, issues are increasing during the whole lockdown mm-hmm. period. Um, so yeah, so she is very busy at the moment. And is she um, working from home as well then? Or? He's working from home as well. Yeah. So how you, do you do? You have enough space to like not be in the same place where you work? No, I mean, like we we both work in our in, the, in our dining room. Um, so she's at one on the dining table, out in the other. Um, and sometimes I hear her conversations and sometimes she's hearing my conversations and it's like, oh, okay. I think she's... She's kind of in the office. Kind of, yeah. Ish. Ish, yeah, exactly. I mean, I think the first day um, we, I came back and I think on Monday, you know, I was at the dining table. We had a hilarious little chat like, oh, you know, like you, you kind of create that office kind of pants. Mm-hmm. Like, Hi, how was you? How was your weekend? It was hilarious. The next day it was like, yeah, I think fine. <laughs> Did you hear from Karen and the Counts though? What a bitch. Exactly. Oh my god. It's like, uh, what do you call it? Um, uh, like water fountain talk or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, oh, um, water, yeah. water cooler. 
Talk. Water cooler. Yeah, that's the one. Now there's none of that. But um, but yeah, no, it's good to have company. Whereas when I was working in in London, literally, I was by myself. Mm. Like, oh, this is a bit boring. Because whereabouts are you in London? I live in Walthamstow, East London. Yeah. Yes, up and coming. Sure. Um, <laughs> uh, it's me, it is, you see me in coffee shops in that area. I feel like it's everyone not. in London says their area is up and coming, and I'm like, it is. Walthamstow like, is. <laughs> it really is. We have an amazing coffee brand called Perky Blenders around the corner from us, um, and there's a like a sourdough bread bakery place. Oh, so um, gentrified. So gentrified. Uh, there's a really nice pizza place called Sodo. Um, and in yard sale pizza as well. Really, really. If these, if any of these places want to send me free food or whatever, go ahead. Um, but yeah, no, it is up and coming. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm pulling you like a part. And actually, Walthamstow was voted uh, the first London uh, culture borough of culture last year. So, so there was some sort of really cool stuff going on last year. Okay. Cool. Mm, thank you very now much. Now I know when we when we used to work at London Sally, you used to go um, <coughs> quite a fair bit. Is that fair to say? Uh, yeah, about every five six weeks. Yeah. Yeah, I mean from London yeah. to Cardiff, and you get the bus, wouldn't you? Yeah. So that's uh, <laughs> yeah. That's just a long journey. I'm being six foot three and having long legs. I'm just like. Oh. I'd rather, yeah, I know. I'd rather pay like fifteen pound for a ticket than ninety pounds for a train ticket. Very, very true. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it just means that I get to watch a film in peace, like, and, and a bit more, whatever, and have a care. Yeah. That's fine. I know you and your family are quite close, and you're a bit mm -hmm. of a mummy's <coughs> boy, from what I remember. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just your, your <laughs> smile when you say that. <laughs> yeah, I am. I'm not, <laughs> I'm so not, I'm not ashamed to say that. I bet she's thrilled to have you back then. She is. She is. I think both my parents are, actually. I think... My relationship with my dad has been a bit, it's all right, but we've never had, because I've lived away from home for so long. Mm -hmm. And he's a very atypical kind of male Asian from that kind of background in terms of all he did was work. Like we never had that kind of father-son relationship. But it's like a couple of times he's just come up to me and given me a hug, given me a kiss on the head and whatever. And I'm like, are you okay? <laughs> is, there, is there something wrong? Am I dying? <laughs> am I dying? This is what you need to tell me. What, what do you know? Um, I know, but he's. I think he's just really appreciative that I'm actually home, um, and I'm actually kind of kicking his ass into getting stuff done around the house as well, because um, he's retired, and so all he does is kind of sit around and either watch TV or nap or go for walks and stuff like this. And I'm like, right, come on, you need to get out into the garden. You need to do this, and you need to do this, or this needs repairing, this needs fixing, and making sure that he's not that idle. So I think he's kind of appreciative of that kind of company as well. Um, my mum's always bad to have me home. Um, so yeah. Oh, she, hasn't got, she hasn't got sick of you then? <laughs> no, as if. <laughs> <laughs> may have. But, um, but yeah, my mum would never like it. <laughs> and I know cooking for you is a big, big, big thing. And I, I, see, I see on your Instagram stories a lot. I think I saw the other day you were frying something. Yes. <laughs> Very healthy. Um, no, so on Friday it was eat. Of course. Uh, so religious celebration. Um, and then, yeah, so we, my mum and I were making dinner for that. Um, so, yeah, so we just had a nice little uh, a dinner for that. So that was, that was lovely. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, I have learned most of my cooking from, especially my Asian cooking from mum. Mm. 
Um, and whereas my sister and my brother, they're useless. Like my brother has only my brother has only recently started to cook, started to cook since he left and moved into his house. Mm. My sister refuses to cook. Um, so I'm like, well, you know, I have to carry on some kind of family uh, tradition and learn these recipes or learn these kind of uh, things. So yeah, so I have to do it, and I enjoy it. It's it's time for me to kind of think. I've not done it as much since I've been home because my mom's cooking. Um, but yeah, exactly. Why would I do? It? Why would I do it? Um, but yeah, no. I'll like when she does cook back. So I mean, I'll, I'll go and sit in the kitchen with her and chat and just watch what she's doing. Oh, nice. So, what did you make for Eid? So okay. It was on Friday. It was meant to be like the heat wave. So the heat wave that you had in London, uh-huh. for us, it finished by about one o'clock. Uh-huh. It was ridiculous. Like in the morning, it was all nice and sunny. We're like, yeah, yeah, yeah we're going to have a barbecue. So I mean, the night before, we bought like all these chicken wings and lamb ribs and lamb chops. And we we're making like, uh, we we're going to make kebabs and everything else and had like you know, bowls of salad and all the rest of it. And then by about one o'clock, like literally dark clouds everywhere. And I was like, uh, this is not the heat wave. That was uh, that we were uh-huh. promised. And it just got colder and colder and colder and colder. And by about four o'clock, like it started spitting. And I was like, oh, there goes our barbecue. So literally plans changed. Right, right, okay, fine, what can we do? Okay, we can grill this, we can fry this. And yeah, so it was like all that kind of stuff that was for a barbecue. But we just cooked it normally, really. Um, Which was, it was fine. It was lovely. (laughs) Obviously it tasted good. Um, But but, um, but yeah, it was no barbecue. So we were kind of, I was very disappointed. But does Eid, and correct me, I could be wrong on this, does Eid um, last more than one day? Um, so this Eid, we only have two. This one, you can celebrate it three days after the Hajj. So the Hajj happened on Thursday. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you can celebrate Eid. So we did Eid on Friday. We celebrated Eid on Friday. Um, we had family members in Pakistan who celebrated it yesterday. Oh. What is that? Yeah. Sorry, what's the Hajj? The pilgrimage. Every year in Mecca. Um, and obviously this year it was usually about two, you see like two million people go every year. This year there were, like, it was massively, like no one was allowed to go apart from anyone who was local. And even then it was all socially distanced. It's really weird to see, um, like massively re- reduced and all, everyone's kind of walking apart two meters distance and wearing face masks and stuff. It's, it's, I mean, when you see, when you see those kind of images of all this kind of stuff happening, it's really kind of creepy. It's like 28 days later. Uh. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, no, it was, uh, yeah, so that was on Thursday. Okay. Yeah. So I guess Eid this year was very different from what Eid it was. Normal. Yeah. And I said to my mum, I said, it just doesn't feel like Eid at all. I mean, it's, it's just really weird. Um, like there's no kind of buzz, there's no excitement. Um, so yeah, so it's just like, it was very muted. Um, whereas the one after Ramadan is like, okay, fine. Yeah. You know, I've been fasting for the month. Um, so I've got something to look forward to. Whereas this, this, uh, this one, it was like, it was very, very muted. Um, mm-hmm. like, oh, okay. Just came and gone. Well, I guess the, the, the silver lining, the next one, when hopefully everything goes back to normal and we can do stuff normally, oh, it will be bigger, better, shinier, happier, I hope so. more foodier. I hope so. What are your go-to things to cook that you enjoy making when you're home by yourself and then your mum's not cooking for you? For me, it's like I make a, like, a lamb curry. It's like, it's always good. You can never go with a decent lamb curry. 
like never and it might, it might be a bit long and processy but it's really hearty and warming and i love it um and if i'm really kind of wanting something which is homely and fulfilling and satisfying then and it's usually like a sunday or saturday thing um and i'll make like a biryani Ooh. and that'll take a few hours but and i'm left with like leftovers for the next week I'm like Hooray. okay i made i made Hooray. i made too much <laughs> um and sometimes i just have to freeze so it's like okay fine that's fine um, but yeah, that's really kind of uh, a big thing for me. It was like, yep, that is, that is home. That is comfort. Um, and so, yeah. Oh, cute. <clears throat> so you, um, you are a, a single man. Yes. You are. Have you, um, done any online dating house party Tinder action while oh, no. lockdown? No, no, no. Or... Um, oh God, no. Um, even when I was in London, like, yeah, you were on the apps and stuff like that, but yeah so much so much time i stay um and obviously then when the whole thing was kind of kicking off it's like uh, there's no way i'm stepping out the house just to meet some random guy yeah. it's just not gonna happen and then here it's like i mean my parents are my mum's diabetic um and she has had health issues before so there is no way that i'm going to risk um going out to meet some guy um and then um and then come back home it's just yeah it's just mm. i couldn't have that on my conscience and yeah it's just it just feels weird um i mean i have talked to a couple of people online who i've like, met through certain certain reputable apps um uh-huh. yeah the reputable ones um i don't know which ones they are scruff <laughs> um but but yeah we'll see what happens like you know they are in all in London, and I'm like, okay, fine. I think maybe if I come back to London, if we're still talking, whatever, then we can meet up for a coffee or whatever. So we'll see. But at the moment, like, it's it's it would be good to kind of be on a dating scene and yeah, have some kind of normality. But it's 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 as and when it's it feels yeah. right and appropriate. And at the moment, being at home here, um, yeah, I'm not going to risk anything. No, I've had like one or two friends who live by themselves who've gone mm-hmm. on first dates, but they've gone to the park and they've sat like two metres away from the guy. And it's like, this is nice, but also strange. But anyway, yeah. Then, I mean, for some it's worked and for others it, it didn't. Um, I've well, seen they did by themselves you... so they could go home and like, <clears throat> they wouldn't like yeah. go back to the family or anything. Well, I've seen these pictures of these guys or whoever like having uh, first dates on Zoom. Hmm. You know, I know there's this one guy, uh, I can't remember where I saw on Facebook or Twitter, I can't remember. But like he created, like he put his laptop on a desk and he had like a candlelight dinner. And I'm like, really? <laughs> um, I'm like, oh, okay. Um, that, that's just weird for me. I'm like, oh, okay. um, if it works for you, that's fine. You do you. Um, but for me, that's just, it just seems a bit odd. Um, but yeah, who knows when I come back to London and hopefully I would like to start meeting people. But yeah, we'll see. Were you talking to anyone before all of this happened and it got kind of got shot down because of lockdown? Um, yes, I was. Um, I was still kind of talking, but um, it's just weird. It's like I've been away from that person longer than I have been than, than I knew them. Contact with and, them. Yeah. And, yeah, so now it's kind of just it's just created a weird kind of situation. Um, and you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna commit to anything in the middle of a lockdown when I'm 100 miles away. Um, it's just, I'm sorry, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, um, exactly. Um, and then when I come, if if and when we come out of this, who knows what happens? Um, but yeah, it's it would be nice to have a companion. Um, but yeah, 
Oh. Well, if there are any, uh, any single people out there, Zuber is, he cooks, he's a family man, uh, he's relatively attractive. I have nice um, eyes. Imagine the eyes. He's got eyes, he's got, he's got eyes, he's got good skin. No, beautiful eyes. Eyes, oh, beautiful eyes, beautiful eyes, beautiful eyes, yeah, beautiful eyes. Remember. Um, good hair, uh, good yeah. hugger. You work out a lot as well. How, yeah, because I remember you used to go to the gym um, quite a fair bit. Have you still managed to upkeep that? Oh my God, no. Um, so, yeah, like I bought skipping ropes and resistance bands to start because everyone had bought weights. Um, and I kind of started off working out in like the gardens and stuff like that. But then when I came home, I was like, yeah, that just fell out the window. Yeah. Right, really, really did. Um, I bought, so yeah, so it's just not really happened. Um, I do occasionally go out for a run now and again. Um, but, uh, but yeah, any kind of exercise, I'm like, yeah, I just don't have, it's just weird, isn't it? I just don't have that motivation anymore. Mm. Um, I was actually meant to be in Cardiff for like two weeks, two or three uh. weeks from my Um, so I didn't bring much stuff with me. So I didn't bring my proper running trainers or, or like, proper gym, uh, proper running kit. So, so now I'm kind of making do with some average trainers and like a t-shirt and shorts when I'm running. Um, so, so yeah, actually not one best. Um, but yes, yeah, so, I mean, and yeah, two weeks turned, it, turned into almost four months. Oh, gosh. Um, yeah. yeah I, uh, I did manage to buy a set of weights, I think about um, a while ago. But then, by sheer stupidity, they got sent to my London address rather than here. Uh, mm, I know. So I was like, "What?" That was frustrating. But yeah, uh, again, it's one of those things. Like, yeah, it's not a priority at the moment. It's like, yeah. Sure. I mean, what am I going to do? Just take pictures and like thirst trap and put it on Instagram or Twitter? You know? It's like, mm. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Why not? Why not? <laughs> why not? <laughs> Give the people what they want. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's what everyone. I... That is literally what everyone is doing now. They are literally taking pictures in their shorts, in their bedrooms. It's all that standard pose, have you noticed? It's either with the arm up over their head as if they're stretching a tricep. Uh-huh. Or they're sat in front of a mirror on the floor with one leg up. Do you get me? That's like, that's no, I, I get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. And then they've got this kind of Adidas sock on. Uh, okay. And some trainers. Maybe you just uh, need to open up who you follow. <laughs> Um, I went through a phase where I went through my, I don't really use Twitter anymore as much, but I, um, the podcast is on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook, just find us at Champions of Happy. Um, <laughs> I went on to my Instagram and Twitter and kind of did have a bit of a cull. I was going through what yeah. I followed. I was like, actually, I don't need to be viewing this all the time. <clears throat> and then I just replaced it with puppy accounts and dog accounts. And I'm like, yeah, huskies. Huskies do it. I mean, now my feed is huskies and plants. Ah. Uh, I really want a husky. Like they're absolutely gorgeous. It's like, oh, so beautiful. Mm. Um, I'm following this one guy. He's like, he's got three huskies. Mm. He's got three huskies. One of them's called Lola, I think. And he's got two little boys. Like I think one's about five, one's two. And just to see the way they interact with the dogs, it's so cute. <laughs> oh my god! And like this little dog, he'll go into the little boy's room in the morning and kind of lick him and kiss him, and then they'll have a little nap afternoon nap together. And I'm like, oh my god, this is like the cutest thing I have ever seen. Um, oh, so yeah, it's so cute. Less basic um, boys, more puppies. I know, right? Puppies and we, um We've been looking at. Um, future dogs I mean, we can't get a dog right now but what we like in the future <coughs> and we kind of thinking as uh, shinu inu gina, What's that? gina inu it's um 
uh, I'll have to send you a picture later. I'm not very good at explaining the breed, but it's uh, it's like a fox essentially, um, but it's a oh. dog. Um, and I found two accounts on Instagram: Harry Bow the Shiba. Uh, <laughs> she knew. She knew. Keeps. I can't. I can't get the dog. I can't pronounce the breed. Um, she, Harry Bow the She knew and Kevin dot the dot. She knew. Uh, yeah, and I've just been. There have been days where I'm like, "Oh, do you watch Netflix?" I'm like, "No, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna watch their YouTube channel and just watch their life as a dog." Oh my god, that's so cool. I need to see this dog. Hmm. Harry Bo has been, um, they've been progressing, uh, showing it, uh, it's basically a vlog, but for a dog. Um, <laughs> a dog vlog, showing it for a puppy to how it is now. And they did an episode of like where it would normally go, but COVID's happening, so it can't go to its regular parks and see its regular friends. And it's like, oh, this is really sad. <laughs> the poor dog is missing, missing out on its social life. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. Do you see a dog soon in your future, or? I'd rather have a man first in my future. <laughs> to, to, be, to be honest, I'd rather have that first. Get a puppy, a and then they're a massive man magnet. This is very true. Mm. This is very, very true. Um, but yeah, I'm not going to have a dog by myself. It's just, you know. No. But it's annoying because um, like now working from home now is the time to get a pet because you are around and you can look. I mean, to be fair, looking after a dog is a full time thing <clears> while <throat> balancing um, your work. It's uh, enough. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, rent, maybe if I can rent a dog for a couple of months, I don't know. Can you do that? There is the app, but I don't know if it's still a thing. But borrow my doggy. Oh, really? So you got to sign up and there's a whole process, but you've got to register. Uh, and there are people in your area who said who sometimes just need a dog walker or just need someone to look after your dog or something. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Borrow my doggy if you want to uh, sponsor the podcast, <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be great. Um, <laughs> someone, please give me free stuff. Uh, the moment I get a mattress band, that's the moment I know I've got it. I've done it. Um, <laughs> or Squarespace, that'd be great. Um, yeah. Anyway, off topic. Uh, the question I've been asking everyone on the podcast is whenever I think Magic Wand is better and normal again and happy and fine, what are the first things you're looking forward to doing the most? Oh, God. Um, going somewhere for a nice coffee. Like, I miss going to, like, nice kind of coffee shops um, and having, like, a nice overpriced coffee. Which <laughs> um, <laughs> Small, 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 uh, uh, what do you call them? highlights um and having dinner with my mates um i've not seen them in four five months properly um and we used to meet up quite regularly and it was for me like they are my ride or die like i love them to bits and, and i've not seen them like we've had a couple of kind of zoom calls and all the rest of it or whatsapp calls um but yeah just to be able to sit around and have dinner with them and just chat and be stupid and just tell each other off and and and, and all the rest of it and have that kind of physical kind of group therapy um but yeah it'd be good to kind of catch up and have a nice uh pretentious dinner with them yeah um yeah exactly um and then yeah just to be able to kind of comfortably go out it's like now i'm going out it's like well, i'm scared of like who i'm where i'm going um mm-hmm. so even if it was just to kind of just walk around central london um and go down to south bank which is like an amazing place to be whatever i love it um yeah just to be able to do that like without any kind of fear um yes it would be nice to kind of get back into some kind of health routine um so i think yeah that's like yeah, as and when yeah. um but yeah no just to be able to have that kind of freedom to 
meet my friends first um <clears throat> and I just have the kind of just those just those kind of things i've taken for granted um so yeah i'm nice. a simple i'm a simple person yeah. what, what's, what have, you, have you found any new hobbies or you've been doing anything new while you've been on lockdown busy <laughs> and so, insane? so i think uh when i came home um i bought my mom a puzzle um and we've been to, and it's really cute i mean some people might think oh my god what is this this person is just like like insane. a jigsaw puzzle yeah jigsaw puzzle right. and so we were doing that um and i found it really therapeutic like really therapeutic because it was just a way to for you to switch off um and so like literally my mom and i'd be sat there and the first puzzle we took like it took us about two weeks to do um because i could i could only do it for like a bit after work or whatever or in the evenings um and bless her you know she needs glasses and everything else and the pieces are small and she's struggling with <laughs> how it's all going together mm-hmm. but one i found i found that really really therapeutic and then as soon as we finished it what another one which took us about a month to do because it was just insanely difficult but yeah no that's been really cool um yeah i mean i'm starting to read a bit more now as well okay. so, you, i know um, i mean i know you're an avid reader anyway so um yeah no i've still not dropped that kind of like some in and i still like my morning routine so I'll, i will always make sure that i wake up in the morning shower i'll have my coffee i'll have a book and for about half an hour an hour i'll have that time to myself to read for me that is therapy um that is like escapism it's my time leave me alone no one no one is awake at that time anyway mm-hmm. I, i'm for some reason i'm still waking up at like 7 a.m like i don't yeah. start working for some reason i don't start working till nine I'm waking up at seven. By seven thirty, I'm showered and I'm ready. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I'll just have like a nice little breakfast to myself, a coffee, mm. and I'll sit down and read the book. Um, my sister, on the other hand, she literally chases down about quarter to nine. She's showered herself, but she's like, why did you get up so early? And I'm like, one, it's routine, and two, it's like for me, it's 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 my time um, where I'm not having to deal with you <laughs> um, or anyone else so so yeah so that that's for me that's important as well that's sweet i'm curious what were the um the pictures of the jigsaws they were oh god what was it i think one was like over greek island and the other one was um oh this place in italy it's like a coastal place where like there are all these houses on the cliff and they're all different colors and it's a nice little bay it was really sweet oh and do you yeah. have book reading recommendations? Oh my god, so at the moment I'm reading a book called This Is Going To Hurt. I think it's oh, the called... comedy doctor diary one. Yeah. So he is yeah, so he yeah, so he's um he works in he used, used to work in a gyne college uh, the gyne clinic and the like um what's it called? Pregnancy, maternity kind of clinic, whatever it is. Um, and so he was keeping a diary during his period as uh, when he was a junior doctor and, and, and after. It's hilarious. Mm. It's so funny. It's a bit gross sometimes. Some of the pe- some of the things that people do. Um, but yeah, it's absolutely hilarious. Um, so yeah, so that's definitely that definitely a good read. I've read half of it. I need to jump. I'm terrible with books. I, I start them. I mm. never finish them. I've been reading The Beach since last October. Like just, oh really? Yeah, um, I was just like, I really, I like it, but I've also find like nothing happens in it, and I'm like just constantly waiting for something. And I'm like, I'm really like three quarters through it, so I am nearly finished. But I'm like, 
And next, what's gonna happen? And I won't watch the movie until I've read the book. I'm like, ah. But I need to, my reading habits, I think because of Instagram and social media and my attention span is so much shorter than it used to be. It used to be, yeah, exactly. And that's really bad. Damn your social media apps. Ah. Have you got TikTok? Do I have TikTok? Um, no, I have done one or two TikToks. I used TikTok during Eurovision. Me and my chorus did a make your own Eurovision video. So I oh, did right. one to Euphoria and I just basically used all the effects via TikTok save them on my computer and edit it together. Oh, are you still but singing? Not... Hmm? You're still singing? Uh, kind of. Yeah, so um, listeners, I'm part of the London Gay Men's Chorus. Yeah. Um, and at the moment, we can't sing outside or together in rehearsal spaces, but we've been doing a few online Zoom stuff. Some of it works, some of it doesn't work. It's a, it's a process that we are learning. Sometimes, it, yeah. I, I miss, I'm, I'm also not the best singer in the world and I need to be around other people who can sing to really tune in. So over <laughs> Zoom, it's not quite the same. And I'm also mm. super conscious of my neighbours as well. Like how loud am I singing? How off key am I singing? And I'm like... <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> my single is now better than iTunes. Um, <laughs> So I, I think we are coming to the end of the podcast, Zoo. But oh, that's gone by fast. So fast. But thank you so much, so 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 much for joining me on this new venture. Oh, uh, no. Nice to see your face and hear your lovely voice I'm nice again. Nice to see your face and chat to you. It's been too long. Do you if um are, do you want people to find you? If so, where can they find you? Like, what would you like to plug, if anything? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm on Instagram. I'm using that the most, or Twitter. See, I use Twitter. Uh, Instagram for like food and puppies and plants and, and the occasional selfie. Um, Twitter I actually use for like news and political views and rants or whatever. Um, okay. so yeah, I'm on those. What are your handles? Yeah, I don't know. Um, uh, Zabera82. <laughs> Zabera82 on Instagram. Okay. And on Twitter, uh, I can't remember. Zebedee82. Zebedee Okay, somebody. As in the magic roundabout. Yeah. Ah, cute. Ah. I know. Well, thank you again. This has been lovely. I kind of just feel like I want to go have a coffee and read a book now for an hour and have some me time. You should. You should actually do that. Maybe this I morning. should. Sure. Ah, maybe I should. Okay. Well, thank you. Hopefully, I'll see you in London soon, and Hopefully. we'll go and do something when it's safe to do. Definitely. Definitely. Take care. All right. Bye, Zuba. Bye. Bye. Bye.